Welcome to Building Beast Brands, the authentic Rob G podcast. I am Rob G. Today is Tuesday, April 9th, 2019. I got uh, 51 degrees at 7.44 a.m. On my way into the box. The box this morning is a little foggy outside, but things are getting warmer. Yesterday was up to mid-70s here in the tri-state area. I'm in the suburbs outside of New York City. And um, it's great. It's great to see the spring is finally here. And after a miserable winter, it's always good to have this feeling of things will get better. <laughs> spring always brings everybody outside and lighter moods and you know, the birds are singing, literally, you know. The birds are singing, people are playing, so it's great. But today on the podcast, I want to talk to you about something that's been in the news which, you know, if you're not in the branding world, it's not much of news to you. You don't really care that much. But it's interesting to talk about this anyway because it is kind of affecting people in a lifestyle sort of way or in a work sort of way. Um, but the things I'm going to talk about, you can find, um, well, you can find me across the web. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at AuthenticRobG. Over on YouTube, my channel Savvy, S-A-V-V-Y with Rob G, where I got great videos on uh, productivity and branding and business ownership and they're coming up all the time so go check that out. But today we're going to talk about Staples rebranding. Is this a boon or a bust? I mean, is this is this something that is just some kind of half-hearted effort to revamp the brand, to revitalize it? If you follow business, you probably know that Staples and Office Depot uh, tried to merge, and I don't understand things about big business, but apparently the feds blocked it. This is what I read. I don't know what that means. It just means it didn't happen. I'm a branding guy. I'm a designer. I don't know, understand that stuff. But it got blocked. It didn't happen, and apparently it was an effort to uh, keep those businesses alive, at least in some form. I don't know who was going to take over with the name or whatnot, I assume it's probably Staples. Uh, I believe that they are the bigger of the two or the well, more well-known, you might say. But what's interesting is I'm going through my LinkedIn feed the other day <clears throat> and um, I stopped at an article because I saw, you know, my brain, my eyes trained to pick up on certain words and I saw rebranding and immediately I was like, what's this? Because you know, you don't get opportunities like this to talk about so often, but uh, it was just some random person, a designer of some sort, who was commenting about the logo, the Staples logo. They redid the logo, and he wasn't too thrilled about it. From a design standpoint, he thought that it was meh, no big deal. And you know, I'm a designer, and I come up through graphic design, so immediately I gravitate towards that and my initial gut reaction with the logo was kind of disappointment as well and um, I'll put a shot of it right here you can look at this logo we'll show you before and after and you know the the before one I think they've had for over 20 years 25 years maybe 30 years I'm not sure but seems like forever and you know when you have a logo that long with a brand that is pretty much in your uh, daily consciousness of some sort. You know, they have the stores and you see it online and 
You know, if you work for a business, you order from there. So it's kind of, it's it's something that people use on a very regular basis. And you get somewhat sentimental when the logo changes. I've noticed, I see the reactions across the web and people get disappointed. And the same thing happened with, um, with Slack. You know, when Slack changed their logo and, and Dropbox changed their logo, which was ever so slightly. But when you get these changes, really, it sends a ripple throughout the design world of all these opinions. And when I looked at it, I thought kind of the same thing. I felt like, you know, I, I liked the old logo. Uh, I, I was kind of attached to it in a, in a designer sort of way. And the new one is, as you can see, very different. Okay, you can see that they took the staple out of the word and the word and the staple, the object itself, are, are separate. And that's initially what bothered me about it. It, it, was, it felt this, there's this disconnect between the two. They don't seem all that related except for the fact that they kept the color red, although it seems like it's a different color, a red, different shade of red. But outside of them sharing the same color, uh, they don't seem to be really related. I'm not sure you know, whether it's the distance or whether it's the fact that um, the word is not associated in any way with the object in terms of um, designing them as a unit. So maybe that's what bothers me. But that's not even the point of this particular episode. This is about branding. This is about something bigger than a logo. And you know, if you're a graphic designer, if you're purely a graphic designer, you know, you think the logo is it. You know, the, the logo is everything and the logo is the brand. And you know, the logo, and we worship at the feet of great logos like Apple and Nike. But that's not really what I want to talk about because after I got over the, the designer brain in me, and I went immediately to the branding brain. I thought, well, let's take a look a little deeper at what's going on here because sometimes the logo changes and that's it. And that's what they did with Dropbox and that's what they did with Slack. They just changed the logo and they had their reasons. <clears throat> but with Staples, it was not, that was not the case. It wasn't simply, we need to update our logo. This was, <clears throat> we are dying and we need to revitalize, we need to reposition, we need to rebrand in order to strut who we are now as we've evolved as a company, which happens. You know, you may have a great brand one year and then several years down the road, you have to evolve with the times even though you may not want to and that means evolving your brand and changing who you are in a way and Staples took a bold move here and they didn't do it half-heartedly. I'm gonna tell you, I, I'm pretty uh, excited and encouraged by what they've done in terms of it being a successful move. And the reason why is this. So they did the logo, okay, however you feel about it, you feel about it, doesn't really matter all that much. It's a new mark, you'll get used to it because you know, it'll be seen everywhere. It'll be replaced immediately. Um, it'll be replacing the old logo immediately across their trucks and their stores and literature and everything. But that's just a piece of the branding strategy. What they've done is they've completely rebranded in the sense of a new philosophy, a new, I don't wanna say new direction, but a new perspective 
for the direction and, and speaking to a certain client. And they have come up with, uh, it's not really a tagline, but now they are, they are um, the place to go to for work-life fulfillment. And here's what's interesting. Work-life is one word. So this is part of that uh, being um, different in owning every little part of the branding process. It's, they didn't just say work-life, like work-life, or however it's traditionally written or spoken. They just made it one word, and they made it work-life. So they're a work-life fulfillment company. You'll be able to see the hashtag, which will be work-life solutions. So that's two words, actually. It's work-life and solutions. And that'll be the hashtag, and that's what you're going to see pop it up all over the place as it relates to the things that they're rolling out. So they're owning the visual of the logo. They're owning the messaging as you start to hear more about work-life fulfillment. They're targeting business professionals, small business owners, people whose uh, work life and personal life overlap where there is no definitive line anymore. And that is really the way of life now. If you own a business, it's, it's always been that way, but now it's been, um, there's more of a recognition of they need to work together more harmoniously and not try and balance them. See, Staples is throwing out work-life balance because balancing implies that you're always a little bit out of balance and you've got to somehow stabilize yourself so that you can straddle both worlds. And that's not what happens these days. And that's not what Staples is saying. In fact, they're recognizing that it's not work-life balance. It's work-life fulfillment. They are, they are intertwined. They are the same thing because they are both your life. You understand? So they're owning the messaging. And they didn't stop there either. Um, they are going to roll out five brand new house brands, exclusive brands that you can find only at Staples, which I think is a winning move. And I've talked about this in another episode. We talk about sub-branding on your brand within your brand. And this is a brilliant move because, listen, branding is everywhere and it is everything. And I don't just say that because I am in branding. I chose this field because I believe it encompasses so much of our lives in so many different ways because it is the experience. Branding is the experience the customer has where they interact with your company. Now, Staples, they are, they are following through on that philosophy and they are creating that experience. In fact, this, these brand new lines, um, exclusive lines of products, um, five of them to be exact. The first one is True Red, and True Red will be their exclusive line of pens and pencils and um, paper and, and that kind of thing. You know, it actually makes me wonder if if the actual staples they carry will be called True Red. Um, what do they call their staples at Staples? I don't know. I assume the brand will be True Red, True Red Staples. The second brand is going to be, um, I guess it's pronounced Next Technologies, it's NXT, and Next Technologies will be their uh, technology accessories, uh, cables, wires, protectors, adapters, things of that nature. That's their technology product line. 
The third one is Coastside Professional. And Coastside will be their janitorial product line. So there you're going to have your mops, buckets, brooms, uh, I assume paper towels and things of that nature, um, all the janitorial cleaning type stuff. Number four is, which I think is a pretty cool name actually, Union and Scale. That kind of takes on that early century sophistication, Union and Scale. And this is their furniture line. And what's, what I think about this now, I don't know if this is the case, but it, it came to me as I was reading it. And I thought, you know, I always think about, you know, where they get the names for these things. And sometimes I spend a little bit more time than than the average person. I kind of geek out on how naming is done and where they come up with the names because it fascinates me. And it's a, it is a, a legitimate, a conscious decision to create these names. They aren't just willy-nilly. There is a reason behind it if it's done correctly. And Union and Scale, when I first thought about it, I thought Union being, uh, you know, the organization that protects workers, such as the, the electrical union, the carpenters union, that type of union. And scale made me think of, you know, one of the biggest buzzwords in business these days, when you want to scale your business, you want to, you know, take a, what it starts out as a small business and scale it to be a large nationwide uh, chain of businesses. And so I don't know if that's where they came up with it, but that's the first thing I thought. And you know, their furniture line. So your desks, your chairs, your workstations, all the furniture of this work-life fulfillment, these are gonna have to be blended. And so you got the blend of the worker and the business owner. And so I thought that was interesting. And again, I don't know if that's exactly what they meant, but that's what I thought. But it sounds pretty cool. Number five is Perk. And Perk is gonna be their break room supplies. So, you know, your coffee supplies, uh, then a napkin straw, stirrers, sugars, all that kind of stuff to uh, outfit the break room. So there's five new product lines that Staples is rolling out in, in, in an effort to really position themselves as the go-to place for the business professional, the small business owner. People, you know, when you need stuff, they want you thinking there's no other place to go. That makes sense. You know, where else? Why would you go anywhere else? And here's another thing. You know, when it comes to social media, you know, I, I've had people come to me and they say, you know, I, I got to get on Facebook and, and, and Instagram and I'm not really sure, you know, what to post. And, you know, I've had several people say to me that they want to get on Facebook. You know, I've, I started out doing it and I was posting these ads and, you know, nobody ever liked them or shared them. And, you know... Facebook ads has its place, but if you're a small business owner and you're on Facebook, look, people don't want to see more ads. <laughs> they don't. They want value. They want life hacks. They want you to teach them how to be more productive. They want, to, they want you to teach them how to do better in life. Give me some tips that I can use, man. That's what they want. They want you to provide value first. And so my advice is always, hey, talk about the things that your customers are always asking you their pain points. What are their problems? And when they have questions about the, you know, your industry, about how you help people, answer those questions on Facebook. There you go. Providing value. That's what you do. And so Staples has done their offline version of this, and they're rolling out a magazine called The Loop, L-O-O-P, Loop, and that will be a 
Work-Life Solutions magazine. So um, if you need to be more productive, you, you need to come up with more ways of being more productive, more efficient, how to just do things better, right? Uh, I haven't seen the magazine yet. I don't know what's going to be in it. This, by the way, this is just a week old. This was last week. Staples rolled this all out at their, um, at their conference. So we're a week out in this thing, and so we're still going to see things rolling out little by little. But the magazine itself, like I said, I haven't seen. But I can imagine it would have articles such as ergonomics. You know, um, when you're sitting at your desk and the proper height of your chair and the angle of your screen and where your keyboard is placed and all these things which are very important in terms of keeping your health, keeping your, your joints and your back and everything in good, good working order. They'll teach you about that, and then of course, of course, they're going to make recommendations in their product line that will help you with solving that challenge. So that would make a lot of sense. So there's a magazine to go along with it. This rebranding, I got to tell you, I think this is um, this is going to be big for them. And it, the only thing that I can see that would not make it go smoothly is this and you know this is a big problem when companies brand themselves or rebrand themselves and they don't have complete buy-in from the entire organization you know it's all exciting and I saw a video of the uh, the rollout somebody in the crowd I guess an employee of Staples you know videoed the rollout of the logo and you know it was done with great lighting and visual effects and motion graphics and they presented the new logo and the place goes wild and everybody's excited and clapping and you know really hyped up so that's easy to rah-rah people in a moment like that where you you control every bit of that atmosphere and environment at the conference but what happens when everybody leaves what happens when everybody goes back to the office what happens when it's a week or two later and the that high has worn off the magic has worn off and okay it's we're still we're back to our jobs and it's back to business. The thing that hampers companies the most after they've branded or rebranded when there is not enough buy-in is that they don't follow through and commit to living the brand on a daily basis. And they abandon it in certain ways. It would be the equivalent of, you know, throwing aside the magazine after a couple of issues because you get bored of it. Or just not really expanding on the advertising of the uh, the house brands and not pushing those house brands and not really promoting them and um, not doing anything to support them. You can't just roll out a name and a shiny new logo and expect that it's going to do magic for your business. No, you've got to follow through and you've got to live it daily. And I hope they do because I think it'll do great things for the company. So that's it. That's that's the story of the Staples rebrand. We will find out in the future if it was a good move, if they make it a good move. You know, there's an old saying that says sometimes you make a decision and you make it right, which means that maybe it wasn't the best decision, but somehow you've got to make it so that it works out anyway. That's what winners do. So I want to know what you think. you got to hit me up across the web on Twitter and Instagram at AuthenticRobG over on YouTube, my channel Savvy. I got great videos popping up over there, so spike those comments below. Hit the subscribe button. I've got great new content coming up all the time. And also, please take a moment right now and just hit that little 
subscribe button on the podcast because you don't want to miss future episodes as we talk about more exciting stuff having to do with branding and stuff to help your business take it to a whole new level. And that's what we do over on UnleashMyBeastBrand.com. That's our company, and we help businesses brand and rebrand, and we'll do logos and websites. We'll do messaging. We will do whatever we need to do to help your company take it to a whole nother level. UnleashMyBeastBrand.com. So that's it for today. This has been Building Beast Brands, the Authentic Rob G Podcast. I am Rob G. Thank you for listening, and have a great day.